0: Off screen drama Real Housewife of New Jersey's Margaret Joseph doesn't quote unquote feel safe filming with Teresa Giudice's husband Louis as the new season begins. Okay, so the Real Housewife of New Jersey is reported to begin filming a new season at the end of summer, at the end of next month, August. But there is still off screen drama between Margaret Joseph and enemy Teresa's husband Louis. And I'm going to also go into a little bit about, um, you know, the season 14. Supposedly, the whole entire cast has been offered contracts. Now, that is not set in stone. I know a lot of outlets are reporting it. But what I've heard, and the source is not from production, the source that I've heard is from Network, from Bravo. So I'm gonna take what I heard from Bravo over whatever I hear from production, from Cyrus, from Sirens Media, whatever. Um, Because the thing is production, they have a skin in the game. If Real Housewife of New Jersey isn't filming, production isn't getting paid, Producers aren't getting paid, the radio guy isn't getting paid, the camera guy isn't getting paid, security is not getting paid. Whereas Bravo as a network, look, they cancel shows all the time. So it's not a big deal for them to have a show that's canceled because for every one show that's canceled, there is hundreds of other eager people wanting to get their foot in the door to promote their next show, their, ne- their next pitch, whatever. My source said that every housewife on the season 13 cast was given a BravoCon contract. BravoCon is happening in Las Vegas in November. They were all given contracts. And then as soon as everybody um, kind of like started spilling the tea that they received a BravoCon contract, that was when a few days later, it all came out that um, everybody is being asked back. I think that maybe these sources are production. I think people in production are probably getting nervous about their paycheck and they you have to understand something about production. Production, it doesn't matter if you all work for the same company. Each show gets their own production team. So, even if all of the housewife franchise, it doesn't matter if they all work for the same production company because the Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, they have their own production team. The Real Housewife of New Jersey, they have their own production team. So what they're doing in Beverly Hills is of no concern to the team of New Jersey. They are separate producers, separate teams, separate whatever. Now, Andy Cohen is an executive producer of the Real Housewife franchises so look this is also hurting his pocket but he has to answer to the network and the production company ultimately has to answer to the network as well. The network is Bravo and Bravo has to answer to their higher power which is NBC Universal. and now the reason why I went into that whole corporate hi- hierarchy is because this is important for anybody who has every, like, for anybody who has ever worked in corporate America or has any knowledge of corporate America. The reason why I am hesitant to say that they are definitely the full cast is definitely coming back. Right now, I'm at ninety nine percent. I'm holding out on that one percent because the sources, even the ones that People Magazine had contacted or reach out page six had contacted and reach out their sources were production I feel like maybe this is someone in production getting nervous about their paycheck trying to get ahead of the narrative trying to kind of like put the horse and uh, put put the wagon in front of the horse that like you know if we put this out there maybe this will lit a fire on the bravo's asses to like get the contracts out or maybe this will you know Um, motivate nbc to like hey this the show isn't that toxic or even if the show is that toxic the fans are eager to it this is already out there we'll look like a bunch of assholes if we pull back now and say that you know the contracts aren't out there this might be just like production trying to twist bravo twist nbc's arms or, or you know like they're 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 putting they're bluffing basically this is poker This is a poker game. And the reason why I feel that, because again, going back to anybody who has ever worked in corporate America, production is not the one that makes the decision. They don't make the decisions on the contract. They don't make the decisions on who gets hired, who gets fired. And they also don't make the decision on casting, paychecks, none of that. Bravo, the network, is the one that has the final say. Now, as far as casting goes, production can make recommendations, but Bravo, the network, is the one that ultimately has the say. And even then, NBC Universal is the one that has the final stamp of approval. So Andy Cohen, while he does have a lot of say, he alone does not have any real power in the bravo network so that's why i'm a little hesitant i'm holding out on that one percent because again all of the sources that people are quoting are from cast members or from people with a connection to production I want to hear it from Bravo until the network, until a representative, uh, until the Bravo media representative comes out and says, we're getting ready to film season 14, then I'm holding out for that 1%. Okay, but let's get into that. So season 14 of Real Housewife of New Jersey is reportedly, supposedly going to start taping in August after the explosive three-part reunion aired last month. Okay, Margaret Joseph, she stated that she, quote-unquote, doesn't feel safe filming with Teresa's husband, Louis. You know, for all those people who said that this was a Louis thing and that Louis is a liability. Like, let me tell you, they don't give a shit that Louis is a liability. Are you kidding me? Like, they don't care, and I'm going to tell you why they don't care. Have you seen Joseph Gorga, Josephina? Have you seen the way he acts? He has been the only house husband on that cast, on this current cast, minus Juicy. And and that was because he came charging at Juicy at that little retreat where they were trying to work out their, their whatever. And then Juicy gave him a beat down on national TV. But he is the only house husband that has gotten physical. So people saying, oh, Louis's a liability. No, he's not. Please calm yourself. This is like the same narrative that Messy Margaret was going around saying, Oh my God, did you see that video of Louis? It was weird. It was weird. Like he was on a beach naked with a bunch of men beating each other up. First of all, I have no idea what video she was watching because one, he was shirtless on a beach. He wasn't naked. I mean, I don't, I, does she expect him to wear like an Eskimo suit on a beach or something? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why... And the reason why she said that was because on Watch What Happens Live, Andy Cohen said to her, you know, I watched that video and I don't find what's weird with it. And that's why she said, oh, I don't know. He was just like naked on a beach with a bunch of men and they were yelling and screaming at each other and beating each other up, which was not the video. She knew that wasn't the video, but she tried to make it sound nefarious because everybody was saying, like, what's so weird about the video? The guy was on a beach. And basically he was making a selfie video that he gave to his ex. She tried to spin it as something weird and and creepy. Nobody was speeding up anybody. Nobody was naked on the beach. They were shirtless on a beach, which is what you would expect to see on a beach. But again, you know, this is her being messy. This is her trying to say, oh, I feel threatened and I mean, have she watched that show? There's been worse things said on that. There has been worse things said about her to her that she said to others than the whole be careful. Like, okay, so now you can't even say to someone be careful? Like, now that's that's all all of... Like, please, please. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. You, You, Eminem... Fans, you're going to try to spin it any way you can and say, oh, he was threatening her, but I'm not going to stand by that. Especially someone like her who claims she's all big and badass. If she's going to let someone say, be careful and, and like start pissing in her pants over that, then she's not as big as bad as she claims she is. That's that's somebody who puts up a front. That's somebody who says, you know, I'm a boss bitch and then freaking shits their pants Anyway, moving on. I got over my little rant. I didn't really, but I'll move on. (laughs) Louis had previously told the cast that he got dirt on everyone on the cast from a private investigator, which he later backtracked. This was Bodito, of course. The US Sun revealed that the cast is experiencing major friction, I mean, I I don't know. People have like their different outlets that they go to. Some like Page Six. Some like People Magazine. You know, some some like the U.S. Sun, which the U.S. Sun is part of the U.K. Sun, which is the parent company. Um, they're pretty major over there. They're like the Page Six or the of uh, the U.K. Anyway. Margaret has made it clear that she does not feel safe filming around Louis, a source close to production disclosed. Again, this is always people close to production, right? But let me tell you, each field producer, there's like executive producers, then you have field producers, and the field producers are the ones that are out there with the camera crew in the ear saying, well, she said this, or this person is coming here, or we need you to walk back up the stairs like for the 10th time. So. Sikki um, Flickr had came out on All About TRH, a.k.a. All About the Truth, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives. She did um, a podcast episode with the girls over there where she has said that Margaret was very close with some of the production people. And when she said the production people, she should have elaborated more because for those that don't know, everybody's just assuming that people in production are you know, the caliber of Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen is an executive producer. You have executive producers, then you have field producers, then you have like freaking camera producers, audio producers. So the, the, these people in production are not necessarily at the top of the pecking order is what I'm saying. So even though yes, they are a part of the production team it could just be a field producer it could be somebody that so when Carlos King started he was a field producer which is why you saw him well you didn't see him but what which is why he admitted that he was like crawling under the table of season one to hand Danielle Stop the book Cop Without a Badge. Because if he was an executive producer at that time, Carlos King would not have been crawling underneath any table at any restaurant to hand anybody a book. But since he was a field producer, he was basically, you know, at the bottom of the, the, the pecking order. So that's why when I when I read these stuff and it says, you know, the source is somebody in production or somebody close to production, it's always either a cast member or it's always somebody who is a part of production who is worried about their paycheck. And normally the ones that are worried about their paychecks are the ones at the lowest rank. And rank, like with me, rank means everything because I'm a military spouse and anybody who has any affiliation with the military, y'all all all know that, that rank means everything. It's a ranking system and rank means everything. And even in corporate America, that is how it works. It doesn't matter how big or how small the corporation is. In corporate America, ranking system is also everything. So that's why, like I said, I'm holding out for that 1%. I think Margaret is trying to play this smart. I think she's putting the narrative out there that she feels threatened or she feels unsafe because I think she is trying to, again, play her poker cards. She's trying to say, you know, she's trying to set herself up so that if she gets fired, you know, or if she gets demoted to a friend of or whatever. The, then she's going to say that this was because I felt threatened and they fired me. But let me tell you something. People are saying that this is what she's trying to do. David Yontef had went on his podcast and said, you know, this is March being very smart, but I'm going to tell you something. And this is something that I'm surprised David doesn't know because David was a lawyer. He doesn't practice law anymore, but I guess he hasn't practiced law in like a really long time because as a lawyer, even one who's non-practicing, this was something that he should have picked up. Everybody who signs a contract with Bravo for the Housewife franchise, they must sign a um, a release that states that they will litigate, they, they will go through arbitration, which means that they cannot go to court with this. Okay, this is what happened with Nene leaks. Nene Leakes. She tried to sue Bravo, Andy, NBC the senior She tried to sue the whole entire freaking everybody under the sun. And they went to court and the judge said, you signed this contract for operation. So he dismissed that case. She basically got, she lost basically. Now, if you guys remember, and again, this was something that, um, uh, Kim D had, a, had had talked to about David, and again, I'm surprised David didn't pick this up, but in, um, in, in that season, I can't remember what season, but there was a blonde woman, Jackie. She has short blonde hair, and she was the first business partner of Melissa Gorga's first in the store, and it, she was in a couple of episodes, and then all of a sudden, um, next season, Jackie was gone, and Melissa has stated to Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live and as well as on um, on the TV show that, oh yeah, you know, my ex-partner Jackie, she came into the middle of the night and she stole all of my merchandise. She stole all the clothes. I came into an empty store and all this other stuff. And then Kim D said that was bullshit. You know, um, if, if she would have stole the clothes you don't think that Melissa Gorka would have called the police she absolutely would have and then um Kim D said you know Jackie went and took the clothes and then we had a big sale at Posh because she was screwing Jackie over um Melissa was like using I guess the company credit card and like charging shoes and nannies and all this other stuff on it and so Jackie got screwed over and then Jackie sued everybody and um Again, same thing happened. She tried to go through the court system. The judge said, You signed this contract for arbitration. This has to go through arbitration. Now, let me tell you, and again, I am surprised that David does not know this because I think. David was a corporate lawyer. He's not practicing, but he must not have been practicing for like the last 50 years. I I don't know how old David Yontif is, but David, I love you. I'm just so surprised that this was not something that you picked up as a corporate lawyer. If you, first of all, as a corporate lawyer, you you would always recommend never to sign arbitration because you always want to go through the legal system, to go through the actual court system, get a judge and, and, and all this other stuff. And the reason why is because arbitration is somebody that the corporation hires and they, I'm not going to say they, they, they always favor the the corporation, but I, I will say nine times out of 10 arbitration always favors the corporation. So it's very difficult to win a favorable suit, you know? Um, so, so that's why it's, it's, you know, it was like messy, messy. Now, if you people now, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you like, you know, Google lawyers or, or, or social media lawyers or whatever, you, you know, cause everybody on social media is an expert at everything. You know, they're an expert economist or an expert politician, all of a sudden, and everybody that knows how to use Google also has a law degree. So I'm sure a lot of people. Are going to say, well, what about Danielle? Stops Danielle? Stop! She had um, Ashley Holmes arrested. Okay, first of all, that is different. Criminal. Nothing. Nothing tops criminal. It doesn't matter who you are. You cannot arbitrate a criminal offense. Like that just doesn't happen. Like you, <laughs> like it doesn't happen. Okay, you 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 cannot like. I don't care what is signed. You cannot say, like like that was why that was the whole thing with Fox news and with the sexual abuse allegation because, and again, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who all of a sudden think of themselves as like bar certified lawyers, but here's the, here's the fact corporation will always want you to arbitrate. You should never, if you have an opportunity to, you should never, um, but most of the time you don't. And most of the time is if you don't sign this contract, then you're not going to be cast. And so most people sign. That's one. Two, a lot of people don't realize or, or they don't ever foresee them needing to do anything where they need to arbitrate because they always think like, oh, well, this this is such a big deal that um, they they would never try to screw me over or or, or this is like, you know this is a huge corporation they would never try to do something like that but again corporation you you come and go they they are only worried about the dollar signs and then the third thing is that the only way for something not to be arbitrated is if it's a criminal offense okay so like what ashley did to danielle she fiscally assaulted her Yes, it was just a hair pull, and of course Danielle Staub made a big deal out of it and was like freaking acting like she got whiplash or something. But it, it was a hair pull. But even a hair pull is considered assault. You cannot even like spit at someone without it being assault. Like like literally, if you spit at someone, they could charge you with assault. But anyway, she pulled Danielle Ashley Home pulled Danielle Staub's hair that was a criminal offense because it was simple assault. Simple assault is, mis- is a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor charges usually have to be um, criminally prosecuted within a year. In most states, not all, in most states. Um, if, if it is not prosecuted within a year, you you as the defendant have the right to have that dismissed because with with misdemeanor charges the prosecutor must get it going now because as a defendant you have the right for a speedy trial and everything and and like with misdemeanors it's like it's not like especially in a place like um like in new york city you know a lot of like the misdemeanor charges they just Get you. You get a fine instead. Instead of being like actually going to court and whatever, you just end up getting a fine. New Jersey, I'm confident, it's probably the same way. A lot of those um, tri-state northeast states are very similar in law. Anyway, so that is why for all of you who are going to be like, oh well, what about Danielle's (laughs) that? That was a criminal offense. And no corporation is going to be able to stop what, it doesn't matter what is in the contract, but you cannot legally put in a contract that you, you know, that that a criminal offense is, be, is allowed to be committed and you're going to arbitrate it. That's that's just not going to happen and, and you can't have it happen. So that was why, you know, Danielle Staub was able to go to the police, file a complaint, have um you know have Ashley Holmes charged but everything else everything else is arbitrated even when Nene Leaks was like oh this was racism and this was whatever blah, 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 blah. the judge was like look this is something that you need to work out with NBC Universal with Bravo you signed this contract etc cetera, etc cetera. so Margaret though um you know I'm I'm like running all over the place but Margaret she's trying to play as smart by she I feel like she's trying to set her narrative up so that she doesn't get fired but it doesn't really matter because again I'm surprised that David as a former corporate lawyer did not pick this up he should have been like well didn't they sign a contract for arbitration which they did they absolutely did I know this for a fact um, and, and so it wouldn't matter they let me tell you Bravo has Harvard graduate corporate lawyers you don't think that they know what to put in those contracts they know more than whatever local you know New Jersey lawyer that Margaret Joseph would be able to hire you think that Margaret Joseph would able to have the money to hire somebody who graduated from Harvard to represent her and not just one person NBC Universal Bravo when I tell you they have an auditorium a gymnasium, a freaking, I don't know, arena full of corporate lawyers from Ivy League school. Do you think that Margaret Joseph with her one lawyer from, I don't know, Tenafly, New Jersey, is going to be able to go up against them? No. They will eat them alive for lunch, for breakfast, for dinner, for supper, for a midnight snack. So that's why when David said that, like, yeah, that's probably what she's trying to do. And she probably thinks she is smart enough to do something like that. But again, anybody familiar with corp- corporate America knows that she could try to do that and she could think that she's the smartest person in the room, but the fact is she signed her contract and in that contract, it says arbitration. So she, they, they will fire her ass. It doesn't matter if she, how scared she says she is. Okay, anyway, <sighs> moving on for my second rant. <laughs> Okay, she uh, she said that she doesn't. She has Margaret has made it clear that she does not feel safe filming around Louie. That's a source close to production disclosed, which is probably her. Um, she said that she was going to get her lawyers involved and had threatened not to film with Louis. If you make that kind of threat, then you're probably the one that is going to be on the chopping block. She might even be demoted as a friend. So she should be careful. Uh, I think Margaret is starting to get a little. Big-headed. I think she started getting big-headed because um, in season twelve, when Teresa emptied the table onto her onto Marcus's spandex pants, she had told production that she didn't feel safe after what happened with Teresa in the same house with her. So production said that she had production said that Teresa had to leave, and I think now that. Margaret feels that, oh, well, production told Queen Teresa that she had to leave. I think Margaret sees herself as some new Queen Bee in line to, like, I don't know, dethrone Teresa or something. So she's kind of getting a little bit of a big head. And I think she's getting that big head because of what happened in season 12. But it... I, I think, I personally think it was already late at night and they were just like, look, we'll, we'll just, you know, can, can 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 you please just, you know, do this and, and, and whatever. We'll try to fix all of this and blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, if it's a choice between Teresa and Margaret, she's batshit crazy if she thinks Bravo is going to choose her over Teresa. Her production field producers might choose her. Her field producers might think her shit smells like roses. Her field producers might think Teresa is a bitch, but when it comes down to it, Bravo is going to choose Teresa over Margaret, and they're going to tell production, I don't care how many times you eat at Margaret Joseph's house, we're going with Teresa and you guys are either going to have to deal with it or we're going to get new producers. We're going to get, and let me tell you, like I said, they could work for the same company. It doesn't have to be the same people. So they could just very well tell Andy Cohen, who is one of the executive producers, not, not, not him solely. He's just one of many, one of a team. He could say to Andy Cohen, look, I don't like this one, this one, Bravo, Caseta, Andy Cohen, I don't like this one, this one, this one, they're getting fired, bring in new people. I, you got to understand, these corporations, you're thinking about this like this, like the same way that you're thinking about, I don't know how, you have to think about this the same way that you think about how any other business is done, like that, that, that's that's really how it comes down to it. Any business that is done, it comes down to money, to dollar signs. And even people who say, I hate Teresa, I'm never going to watch her again. But the fact is, people did watch. <laughs> they, did, they did watch. Her, her um, wedding special did very well. So people did watch. As, mu- as much as people go on there and say, I can't stand her, I hate her. I don't think that... Bravo or NBC Universal cares as much about social media as they do about viewership because when it comes down to it, it's all about viewership. So while there might be plenty of people on social media saying, I hate her, she's a criminal, she's a whatever, half of the time they don't even know if it's bots or not and they don't care because what they care about is viewership. And if viewership is high, then they don't care if there's 10 thousand bots saying how much they hate Teresa or if there's a hundred thousand bots saying how much they love Margaret or Melissa. It's all about viewership. Okay. So the cast is still very much divided and there is still a lot of leftover tension from the reunion. This development comes after Margaret, who is 56, claimed that her 27-year-old son was quote-unquote threatened by Louis, who is 49. Okay, her son's name is Spencer. He's 27 years old and he lives in North Carolina. He does not even live in New Jersey. uh, Supposedly, what Margaret bought as her quote unquote receipt was not actually a phone record. She bought a printout, like a computer printout. And, um, Teresa, she's even stated to, and, and this is like a direct quote from Teresa, direct quote. You guys could quote me on this. Teresa has stated at the reunion, it was cut out, but that she even said to Margaret when she showed you know, her paper, she was like, that's it. That's, that's your evidence. That's your proof. A, a, a computer printout. Like it was not a phone record. It was not an MCI bill. Well, actually MCI is out of business. It was not an AT&T bill. It was not a Verizon bill. It was not a Sprint bill. It was not even a Metro PCS bill. It was a printout from her computer. And she said, that's your proof. And that's why she said to, Said to Margaret, "Okay, well, if this is true, then you know the cops would have been involved." And Margaret, you know, she was like, "Oh, they are." But she said that I think because she was caught in the lie. Because I, I think she, I think she thinks like Teresa's probably dumb as a doorknob, and that she wasn't expecting for Teresa to hit her back with, you know, that's it. Like if that was real, you would have gotten the police involved and she probably thought like, oh, she's so dumb. She would have just believed anything I told her. And I think when Teresa said that to her, that was when she kind of like just had to think on her feet and was like, oh, they are involved. Let me tell you though, there is no police record. I'm going to tell you why there's no police record. First of all, Spencer is 27 years old. I don't know in what world Margaret thinks that she could... File a police report on behalf of her 27 year old son who lives in North Carolina. Okay. Unless she's claiming that she has legal guardianship over her 27 year old son because he's handicapped or disabled. That was complete bullshit. That was the first thing that made no sense. Everybody kept on saying, like, See, I think of it from like the legal standard because everybody kept on saying that, oh, her receipt was a printout, it was fake, it was like a screenshot. I don't care about any of that. None of that like really motivates me to come to my conclusion. What, what motivates me to come to my conclusion is the fact that where is the police report? Where is this police report? And let me tell you, I guarantee you that if Spencer had went to the police Margaret Joseph would have been blasting that shit all over the place. She would have been leaking it. She would have pretended it was Lexi, the girl that was living in her garage or basement or whatever, that was the one that leaked it. She would have put it up for like 10 seconds and then taken it off like she did with that screenshot of that text thread that she had with her, Lexi, Melissa, and whoever the fuck. But there's been none of that. And there's been none of that because her even saying that... She filed a poli- that she filed a police report made no fucking sense. Spencer Josephs is 27 years old and lives in North Carolina. So, if a police report was to be filed, it would be filed with a local police department in North Carolina. And second of all, it would be Spencer Joseph. Who would be filing that police report? Not Margaret Joseph. So that when she said that, that was the first thing right off the bat that I was like, she is full of shit. That is not true. She, okay, she's 56 year old woman is not going to be like, she's going to walk into New Jersey into her local police department and be like, I want to file a police report. Somebody who, who was harassing my son. And they're going to say, what's your son's name? Who do you think was the person harassing him? What's this person's information? Then they're going to say, what is your son's information? When is his birthday? And as soon as she gives him his birthday, they're going to be like, wait a minute, your son's 27 years old. Where does he live? And she's going to be like, he lives in North Carolina. And they're going to be like, why are you here? Why are, why are you here? Why is your 27-year-old son in North Carolina not talking to A police officer in North Carolina. So like, that's why it made absolutely no sense when she said any of that. And I don't believe it for a minute. And I'm really surprised because, you know, these tabloid outlets like page six, page six also has their own corporate lawyers. They probably don't have any criminal lawyers, which is probably why they didn't put two and two together. But I I would imagine that even like corporate lawyers that that aren't familiar with criminal law would would have like used common sense to figure this out, so I don't know, I don't know, but you know, I, I mean, hey, corporate lawyers look at contracts and they write up contracts, so maybe they just don't have that much time to like make sense of criminal law, who knows. Moving on. Okay, so she stated at the reunion, um, my family, my child was caught and threatened at work by Louie and we have the phone record. She stated during the June 6th episode, pulling out what she claims was her receipt. She added, my child would have no idea who this person is. It happened last week, April 13th. That's his phone number. After Louis' wife Teresa confirmed it was his phone number, but had no clue about the phone calls, the two co-stars got into a heated exchange. Teresa 51 called Margaret a devil and says she's a fucking crim- and Margaret says she's a fucking criminal. Margaret fire- fi- fire- Margaret Fireback, you are gaslit every single day. He belittled you. He makes you look like an asshole. Um, Obviously, Margaret's been talking to Lifetime Psycho Ex Vanessa. First of all, Lifetime Psycho Ex Vanessa calls herself a psychotherapist. She is not. She does not have the credentials to be a psychotherapist. She's not a psychologist. So first of all, a psychologist, you need to have a PhD to be able to call yourself a psychologist. Second of all, you also have to go through like credentials, licensures, stuff like that. She calls herself a therapist. She's actually a counselor. She is what is a LCSW. It stands for Licensed Counselor of Social Work. So, you know, while she can sit there and listen to you talk, she is not licensed the same way. You would not be able to go to her the same way that um, you would be able to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist and have freaking a diagnosis or a, um, like the, like Medicaid would not pay for her is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, like, like Obamacare would not pay for her. Now, she can work in a clinic that is run by a psychologist. So a lot of times what happens is a psychologist will have a clinic and will have a lot of counselors working underneath the psychologist. And those counselors are able to sit there and counsel. and, And a lot of times they are LCSW licensed. And they're allowed to sit there. They're allowed to listen to you and and all those other stuff because they are supposed to be working under the supervision of an actual psychologist or a psychiatrist. So that is like what, what she is. She's a counselor. But, you know, to go there and claim that she is a psychotherapist, that's like, that is like, that is like a sec- that is like a secretary claiming she is an office manager. Is what I'm getting at. Anyway, so um, I, I find it really funny that Mar- Margaret says that you know he he belittles Teresa because I mean how how do they want Louis to act? They didn't like it when Juicy was like insulting her calling her this all this other stuff but because louis gets up and says i'm not going to be arguing with you if you if you keep interrupting me i'm going to walk away that's belittling i don't get that like that i feel like they're just trying to make louis look like a bad guy so okay joe gork screaming and calling people dirty bitches that's okay but louis saying if if you're gonna keep interrupting me i'm gonna walk away that's belittling so I, I don't get that. I, I don't get that. <laughs> anyway, she also said she never wanted to see uh, Louis fucking shame of a face again. That was all before. Once the husband came, that was before the husband came out because she appeared to have really big balls and then shrivel up like little chestnuts once the husbands came out. Once the husbands joined the ladies on stage, Louis seemingly threatened Margaret. He said, be careful. I just told you to be careful because you're lying. Uh, Hey, if if she's calling him a criminal and all this other stuff, I don't think it's wrong for him to say, be careful. I just told you to be careful because you're lying. So I, I don't understand why they're making it like, you know, so nefarious like what was he supposed to say (laughs) like (laughs) would it have would it have been better if he had screamed at her and said you're a fucking dirty bitch because that's what joe gorga does so maybe it would have been better maybe louie next time should have just said you're a dirty fucking bitch and 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 then maybe she wouldn't have felt threatened i don't know maybe she feels threatened because you know she's not used to people not screaming in her face i don't know i mean she's always screaming at her husband joe bonino's face which, by the way, that's another thing. People are saying like, oh, Teresa didn't even take Louie's last name. Yes, yeah, so neither did Margaret Joseph. She kept Jan's last name. So what's your point? <laughs> and then if you want to say, oh, well, Margaret has a business. And, and she was known as Margaret Joseph. And, and and she was married to Jan for all these years. Okay, well, Teresa was married to Juicy for like, 20 years, I think, and Teresa built her brand and her branding under the Teresa Judici name. So again, what's your point? So I, I hate these selective outrage and these selective insults that are so one-sided. Anyway, moving on. Uh, okay, so behind the scenes, Bravo is still sorting out casting decisions for season 14. No contracts have been signed, the insider spilled the cast has been told they have the summer off. Now, according to the US Sun, filming ex- is expected to resume mid-August. Uh, Although contracts have yet to be signed, the insider said if there is no Teresa, there is no show. And if anyone is going to be out, it would be Melissa Gorga Gorga, or Margaret Joseph, who got into nonstop arguments with her sister in law during during the reunion. I always get tongue tied when I say Melissa Gorga because I keep on, like, I I have to stop myself from saying Melissa Gorgon. If you don't know who the Gorgon sisters are, Medusa was one of the Gorgons. So anybody who knows anything about Greek mythology, um, M- Medusa was the woman with like the snake in her hair. And like, if you look at her, you get turned into stone. <laughs> so when I hear Gorga, I-, I I keep on quoting her like Gorgon, you know, like the Medusa, Medusa. But anyway, which, you know, Medusa is actually a pretty tragic figure. I- I'm not even going to get to that. that- that's like a whole other whole other other. <laughs> so the source added she could potentially be on the chopping block and so can Margaret from what's being discussed. I would be nervous if I were her. The season 13 cast consists of Melissa, Teresa, Dolores, Catania, Jennifer Aiden, Margaret Joseph, Danielle Cabral, and Rachel Fuda. The Real Housewives of New Jersey cast, specifically those on Melissa's team, bought what they claim to be receipts to the reunion after the after claiming Louis had been investigating the ladies. Louis really shot himself in the foot when he said that he has Bodito and Bodito has info on all of them because he shot himself in the foot, he said that and now all of a sudden everybody and anybody is going to use that for everything. They're going to claim that is the reason why they lost jobs, that is the reason why they lost endorsement, that is the reason why um, this person called my son, that person called my ex, that person found out I did coke back in 1985, this person found out that me and my baby mama, we became parents as teenagers, and yeah, John Fuda, we'll get to John Fuda in an, in, in another episode. But basically at this time, they're trying to, because Louis name dropped Bodito and said that he has files on everybody, now they're basically going to blame inflation, world hunger, and gas prices on Louie instead of Joe Biden. So hey, hey, President Biden, you look, you, you, you kind of got like a reprieve because now everybody's blaming Louie for <laughs> everything that was your fault, it's not Louie's fault. So hey, okay. <laughs> there's that. Ay, yay, yay. Uh, the real housewife of New Jersey Cass, uh the They, you know, they all, the the one on the left side of your TV screen, they, they obviously, I felt like they were trying to, well, not really Rachel, but I felt like Melissa and Margaret, they saw a way of getting Teresa fired, and they felt that the weakest link or the best way to get that done was through Louie, but of course, like I said, Bravo will never fire Teresa, I don't care how much ass kissing margaret does to production bravo is the one that makes the decisions and she could like she she could do all the ass kissing in the world she could be the one swiping their ass you know how joe bonino is swiping her ass because of whatever and and she actually said that it was like so gross it was like so freaking cringe but anyway like margaret joseph could be the ones could be the one wiping production's ass when they take a shit and it still wouldn't matter because she's playing it wrong she's she's buddying up to productions so she could get a good edit i guess but production is not the one that controls the contracts they're not the ones that control her salary and look the fact is she probably doesn't have an in with anyone in the network because Teresa's the one that's been there the longest and it was not production who decided to stop and wait for Teresa to come out. It was Bravo that decided we're going to pause production and wait for Teresa to come out. That was a network decision. That was not something that a producer des- decide. That was something that a ne- a network executive decide. So you people that love to go on Google to defeat you know claims and stuff like that go on google and find out whoever the hell is the president of bravo whoever is the executive producer who not executive producer what the fuck am i talking about whoever is the executive of bravo whoever is the network executive of Bravo, whoever is the CEO of Bravo, whoever is the CFO of Bravo, whoever is the COO of Bravo, whoever is the president of Bravo, whoever is the vice president of Bravo. Those are the people that you need to do some major ass kissing to secure your job, not production. And look, the fact is, Margaret probably doesn't have any direct... Connection to any of those people because that's like, that is like having a connection to I don't fucking know like, the president of the United States as far as they're concerned because in in the Bravo world, whoever runs NBC Universal, is the head honcho, and that's the one that will will decide everything. But. NBC Universal really doesn't have any say in this because they, they really just let Bravo do what like with within the sub networks of the NBC Universal uh corporation, they let them do what they they think is best for their network. E lets them like E Entertainment, that network that had the Kardashians on, they let them run their their you know company or network and and the big stuff comes up when is when it concerns money then it goes all the way up to nbc universal but for stuff like this each individual sub network deals with it on their own but anyway again i i always get into the legal of it i'm sorry i know some people just like want like the commentaries without the legal but i always get into the legal of it but anyway so the co-founder of Digital Media Solutions, which is Louis, had previously warned the cast in the final episode that he had hired a private investigator to gather information on everyone, a claim he later denied. Bo Dito, Louis' pal, and the private investigator of interest also denied the, that there was an investigation on um, the cast with his interview on The U.S. Sun. It's such bullshit, Bo said after the episode aired. I'll say it empathetically, Louis never hired me hire my company to any to do any background on any members of the Real housewife of New Jersey. But clarify, I know Louie and I know Teresa. So that's probably why he uses me. So I guess to shake people up. I think he was very worked up and he wanted to shut them all down and he wanted them to get scared because they're probably all doing things that was wrong. And they say, oh shit, what does Bo have on me? Per sauce, this is what Per a sauce, per a source, this is what led to Margaret's fair of Teresa's hot headed husband last season. The show I, I find it really strange that they call Louis hot headed. I mean, like, have they seen Joe Gorga? I have yet to see Joe, I mean, I have yet to see Louis charging at anybody, calling anybody a dirty, bitch, slamming tables, throwing this at tables. So, I, I'm not sure how reliable this source is it sounds like a source that is from the m M&M team so last season the show began filming at the end of june danielle's daughter's fifth birthday party was on june 25th 2022 followed by dolores's annual charity softball game on june 29th and a recent interview with showbiz cheat sheet andy cohen clarified that Real Housewives of New Jersey isn't on a hiatus like Real Housewives of New York was before the reboot was officially announced. The executive producer explained it's not really on pause, that was a little blown up, I mean we always take a minute between seasons. And then suddenly it made it look like we were in the middle of production and we shut the cameras down. He also told another outlet, I mean we always take a break between seasons. An insider clarified to the US Sun that the show wasn't put on pause and rather production for last season ended later than normal so the women are just taking a short break. Okay, well there you have it.